Hey, welcome to the Abundant as Fuck podcast. I'm mindset and business coach, Kylie Claiborne, and I'm here to share with you weekly doses of mindset, money, and manifestation tools so you can create an abundant life and business that you love. I'm so excited you're here. Let's do this. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I am super excited because I have my client and my friend, Chelsea Wright. I have her on the podcast joining us. I got tongue-tied. I'm so excited. Chelsea is a personal stylist, and she is an image coach. And I'm super thrilled, honestly, to have her on today and have her talk about her journey, her journey with her business, the evolution of her business evolution of her money thoughts and what has helped her create a successful style business. She's going to share some of that with us today. We're also going to talk about some of the more feminine parts of her business, some of the fun and the flow that she's really leaned into that have really helped her create different results than she expected and just more of the results that she wanted. So anyway, Chelsea, Introduce yourself. Tell us all about you. Take the mic. Your turn. Hi. Yay. Um, hi, I'm Chelsea Wright. I am Kylie's coaching client. I've been working with her for just under a year. I think next week makes a year. <laughs> um, and yes, I'm a personal stylist and image coach. I work with women to help them really design a wardrobe that they feel excited about, that feels uh, representative of who they are and how they want to show up in the world. And I help them come out of feeling, you know, frumpy or like their wardrobe isn't up to par with where they are in their life and really dress and show up like, you know, a woman that they can admire. So um, I've been doing this for about three years. I've been full time for just under a year and a half. The last year working with Kylie, I've really grown my business in um, ways that have been unexpected, just like she said. And it's been such a empowering thing to invest in coaching, particularly one-on-one coaching. It is such a beautiful blend of both business and life coaching, which it all goes together. Um, truly, I think, you know, the the principles that that Kylie teaches on and that we work on week by week Um, they not only empower me in my business, but in my life as well. And when you're empowered in both, then you can show up as the entrepreneur and as the woman that you want to show up as in both parts. I'm so excited to be on the podcast today. I think it's been a long time coming. (laughs) Um, we've, we've worked together for so long and there's just been so much growth and transformation that Kylie has helped me to um, experience. And I just, I'm excited to share a lot of it. I know we, where our time is capped, I I could talk for hours truly, but um, I'm going to try and give you guys all the good stuff and just kind of be, you know, open about how it's been and, and um, you know, the success that I've had. It has been a long time coming. It has been a long time coming. This has been something that we've talked about. And then I think like over just the last month with all of the growth that you've had in your business and 
some of the really bigger shifts that you've made, I was like, we got, we got to book this now. Like I've got to get you on the calendar. We've got to get you on the podcast because I think some of the shifts that you've made have created really uh, big results for you and results that like, like we were kind of talking about in the beginning that maybe you wouldn't have maybe leaned into in the very beginning, but I feel like this second part of our, our time together, you were more than ready for, for some of those. And we're going to talk, we're going to get in a little bit more into that. I'm kind of leaving you guys hanging with some of that, but it, it has been a long time coming and I have been so honored and just so grateful and just amazed by your growth and watching you, you know, evolve your business and let go and shed a lot of things that weren't moving you forward and being willing and making decisions. And all of those things have made you such an amazing client, but also created incredible results for you. They have helped you step full time into you know, creating your styling business and not just creating your style business, but like creating a style business that is uniquely Chelsea's, right? That isn't like everybody else's business out there. Everybody, there's a lot of stylists out there, right? And I think what we've been able to do in our work together and what you've done is really hone into your gifts, hone into the things that you're really good at that you can help other women do in their style, but in their mindset as well. And those are kind of all the things that I want us to like dive into today. I think the first thing that I want to, that I want to dive into, and we talked about this in the beginning is like, like how much your business has evolved from kind of the beginning to where you are and moving cross country. So kind of dive in a little bit into that and share all of that stuff, like how it's evolved for you. Well, I will say um, it's evolved in the sense that like, I feel like I'm being more of who I am and I'm enjoying my business more. I think for so long, I was so stuck in trying to get, get it right. I was so stuck in like the patriarchal way of running a business. I was stuck in limited thinking about myself and about what I was capable of. And a lot of it was just me figuring it out. I, I've had, you know, a handful of offers in my business that I've put out at one time or another. And some of them were super soul aligned. Others were just kind of like, you know, I I was excited for them for a little bit, but then they just kind of fell flat and that's okay. That's like part of business and figuring it out. And I'm sure that's going to continue to be the case, but it was just about taking messy action. Like you always say, like not being afraid to do things and and possibly fail. Yes. But doing things with my whole heart and not being afraid to really get out there and sell and to be myself in, in the whole process. And I'm still, there's still things that I'm unlearning, but you know, with with like my money beliefs, there's so much, so much to unlearn there about doing more and and having that translate into dollars. Like I come from a corporate background and I very much, you know, for a lot of my business had an employee mindset rather than a CEO mindset. And so I was kind of in like a lot of masculine energy, I would call it 
for a, a long time. And it, it took so much coaching for me to, to move out of that and move more into the feminine, doing less, but better. That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite line for me right now. And, and not being so stuck in like checking boxes every day, just to say that I did stuff like, you know, staying busy just for the sake of being busy, but doing less, better leading with my heart and really serving the clients that I have well, even if it was just one or two, because, you know, there were times where I only had one or two clients and it, and even though my brain would want to go to, oh, I'm not making enough money. I don't have enough clients. Where are the clients? Like it, it not only serves your clients well to give them all of you and serve them with, with your heart and soul, but it helps you too. And And that is what really creates more abundance because you take the grip off. You're not so attached to any outcomes. You are open to what the universe has for you. You're in flow. And um, it just, I think leading a business the feminine way and not being so caught up in doing more, but in, in really shifting your mindset and your energy, that is what creates the success. I know you mentioned um, you want me to talk about my move. So I lived in California for a little under two years. It was like a year and nine months. And when I moved out there, I was still in my corporate job. I worked for a Fortune 100 company for five years. And um, I took the leap into full-time entrepreneurship. Actually, for the second time. <laughs> wasn't the first time. I um, left my job and went back and then left again almost a year and a half ago. And I decided to come back to where I'm from, which is Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, during this past summer, summer of 2021. It was, you know, full transparency. It was because my business wasn't performing the way I expected it to. And as we all know, California is not a cheap state to live in. (laughs) Um, it's, it's very expensive and, um, I, you know, couldn't afford to live out there anymore. So I decided with Kylie's coaching, I I made the empowered decision to come back home. Of course, I, you know, wasn't, it wasn't like, all right, yippee, I'm going back home to Cincinnati. Like, you know, I had to, I had to have a lot of coaching around that decision because yeah, not at first. No, Um, I had to have a lot of coaching around that decision because it was, you know, my default way of thinking was that I failed, that, you know, something had gone wrong because I was moving back and that just that I was a failure. But truly the way Kylie helped me to look at it was like, I did that for my business. That was me making a decision for myself and the future that I want and the business that I want, you know, reallocating my finances where I'm saving money that I make you know, not to put it towards, you know, a 2000 plus dollar apartment, but using it for other things. And it was one of the most challenging, but most rewarding decisions that I've ever made. And I've really, you know, done all that I can to make the best of this move back home. I'm reconnecting with, you know, my, my family, of course, my old friends from college. And, um, I've been able to continue to scale my business, both virtually and, with in-person clientele. And it's definitely something that I, I, I'm proud that I, that I did that. And I think had it not been for coaching, like 
I would have, I would have approached it totally different. I would have um, looked at it as, you know, this is happening to me. I like have to go back home and, you know, just, I wouldn't have thought about it the same way, but I, I really approached it from a, from a healthy, clean place. And because of that, like my results, it, it's, you know, it's um, impacted my results for the better and um, I'm doing well. So <laughs> yes, yes. Well. I've really, I've been, it's funny because we get on our weekly calls and Chelsea and I, I'm like, girl, your popcorn is popping. Like all of that, all of it's, it's so funny how, like, when all the value that we've been putting out into the world starts to build and how when we show up aligned and feeling abundant and serious about what we're trying to create, how the universe responds to us and how it meets us right where we are. And I think that's been one of the biggest things it seems like that you've been able to kind of uncover is is just being open to receive and then also like feeling feeling good about sometimes slowing down is the new speeding up, right? Like sometimes slowing down a little bit is exactly what we need in our, in our businesses. And um, in fact, in order to create abundance, there has to be a period of like kind of slowing down a little bit, right? In order to, for things to grow, there has to be like a germination period or just a slowing down period. But there's so many amazing things that you just said that I want to come back to because you talked about something that you and I worked on a lot that was really, um, that I think is so key that sometimes doesn't even get thought about, which is an employee mindset versus an entrepreneur mindset. And the shift that you make when you start to move into uh, creating more of an entrepreneur mindset. Talk a little bit about what that was like for you to shift from being an employee and thinking like an employee to shifting into the mindset of being an entrepreneur and being the CEO of your business. The employee mindset, I feel like, is very much um, it's tit for tat. It's like, you know, if I do this, I get this uh, in return. And it's kind of like, you know, when you, when you do more, you get rewarded. You, when you put in more time, when you do more work, there's a benefit, you get rewarded. And like the entrepreneur mindset in the beginning of your business, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's kind of expected that you're not going to scale right away. Some people do some entrepreneurs in the beginning you know, have amazing success and that continues, but it's so much about putting out value and having an energy where people can trust you and they want to be in your energy and they, they come to you because you've got an expertise that, that they don't have. And, you know, they, they, they feel good when they're in your energy. And that is what makes people want to pay you. That is what makes people want to choose you for your services. And part of my struggle with stepping into that entrepreneur role and that that mindset was, well, I was going to say being afraid to fully be myself because I, I felt like I couldn't even do that in my job. And it was also me feeling the need to do more, like, 
do more posts, do more workshops, send more emails, more, more, more. And there's nothing wrong with doing more. There's like absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you want to send two emails a day, that's fine. But when you're, when you're doing it from a place of lack and like you need to get something from everything that you do, that is kind of what um, draws you back to that employee mindset. Yeah. And what we work on a lot, if I can just jump in here, is alignment before action, right? So much of what you and I talk about, even still, right? Me too. Like creating that aligned energy before you take action to send that second email, to take action before you post that second post for the day. You can post five times a day, right? If that feels aligned and you're coming from an abundant place and you're not coming from this and you're coming from service, not from a place of like, I need to get or lack or scarcity or, you know, comparison or any other feeling other than like, I'm just lit up from the inside and this is how I can help people. And this is how they need to know. And this might be something that can really help move them forward today. Like all of that kind of energy is. It's the shift. It really is. And and I want to just say here, like, it can take a little time. It can take a little time to undo that and to let go of the employee mindset. The entrepreneur mindset is like, I'm just going to focus on solving my ideal client's problems. I'm going to devote my time and my mental energy to really thinking about them And that's where value is created through my thoughts and feelings and money follows value. And that was like the, the big, the big shift, but it was also like a slow shift, right? It's like baby steps towards that kind of, towards that kind of thinking. The other thing that I love that you touched on, because I feel like this is so much about definitely what you do with your clients in style and, and me too, is about unlearning and unlocking things within yourself. So So often people will, I think, get a little, they get um, notions about coaching that you're, you know, it's, it's about trying to make them like you, or it's trying to make them have the same style as you or think like you. And that is never anything like what we're doing, right? All we're doing is unlocking and unlearning so much of what we're doing is taking away because it really is more about what you're letting go of than what you're adding. And that is. I know what you do when you're coaching women on style is giving them the permission, right? To let go of some of that stuff and to unlearn some of the unhelpful, like thinking some of the, the BS um, conditioning that we've created or that we've absorbed really in our lives from just living and breathing on this planet. But I love that you touched on that. Just unlearning stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, unlearning is huge, both for me as, as a stylist and coach and also for my clients, because, you know, the whole reason they've hired me is because they have, they're probably stuck in the same shopping patterns. They don't see possibility with their style. They're kind of like stuck in what they think they can wear. And they're sometimes afraid to expand from that or don't know how. Yeah. There's a little bit of unlearning there also with, you know, their body and and their comfort level with their individual body that, that comes up a lot in my work. And then on my side of things and, you know, for the people listening, you know, from the entrepreneurial side, 
there's so much to unlearn, like when it comes to, of course, money and like what's possible, like how much you can actually make. I mean, see, here's the thing. I've set goals before and you know this, I've set goals before that felt scary. And at the same time, I, even though I was excited about them, there was a part of me that didn't think I could hit them. I just made my first five figure month and it was like, I was the most relaxed I've ever been. And I was the most aligned and, you know, with, with conditioning, like we think we have to do so much more in order to create more like, you know, waking up at the crack of dawn and and hitting the pavement and pulling all nighters and hustling and, you know, no days off. And I, I'm so like, not (laughs) with any of that, but like going back to money and like unlearning specific thoughts around money of like money is hard. And I would say unlearning lack because at least for me growing up, money wasn't talked about in a way that was like, it's, it's everywhere. It's abundant. It wasn't talked about that way. It was very much, um, around our limitations and being reliant on a job to pay us and, you know, always waiting for a sale or, or not missing a sale because, you know, if you can save 30 cents, you save 30 cents. (laughs) And, um, you know, not to knock my parents. Like I love my parents. They, they did an amazing job. And, and it's not even their fault that that's what, that's, that that's what the conversations were. I mean, if you watch the news today, there's so much scarcity talk around money from the news anchors and how there's not enough and debt and how debt is bad and, and how you, if you're spending, you're not saving and this and that. And there's so much to unlearn there because, you know, when you think about investing in a stylist or you think about investing in a coach, right? It's there. It takes a lot of rethinking there because when you're in the beginning stage of your business and you're not making very much money, which I was there and I hired my first coach, I paid her more than what I had made in my business. And I had to trust and I had to become the person who I had to kind of take a few steps forward and become that person who had already made that money. You know, I had to dip into my savings to pay for coaching for a little while. And it it definitely took some shifting and coming out of that like lack mindset and looking at it, looking at it in a different way, not as like spending money, but as an investment. It's it's an investment into the business that you want and um, the life that you want as a business owner. And so, so much of, of coaching is unlearning and it's amazing because sometimes I'll just be talking and, and Kylie will like point something out and I'll be like, oh, I didn't even realize I was thinking that, (laughs) you know, you can see so much of my blind spots and that helps me so much so that I can like rewire, not just on our call, but like beyond that, you know, when I'm journaling, it's, it's continuous work and I I don't see how anyone could run a business, especially in the first few years. I don't see how anyone could run a business without having a coach. <laughs> I yeah. truly don't. No, agreed, agreed. I, 
Yeah. So uh, first of all, so many amazing things that you just said. I feel like we need, I definitely need to just touch on a little bit of like the money beliefs part and the money healing that goes into just the process of looking at your money story, um, the healing that happens when you're willing to like take responsibility for your money journey and not feel shame about it. That was like a huge thing, right? Like you can take responsibility for what you've created so far, maybe your past money journey um, without feeling shame and guilt. That felt like the biggest revolution to me when I finally figured that out. It created so much healing for me. And that's where I start with so many of my clients is in that place of like, hey, we can take responsibility for what has been created thus far, whether it's debt, whether it's overspending, whatever you're thinking about money and not feel guilty about it, right? We could start to rewire all of those lack and and, and scarcity-based thoughts to create a lot more of an abundant just daily life. But then also what happens is when we start to create that in our minds, we start to see it in our physical world, right? Because that's what manifesting is. That's where kind of the 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 magic comes in that you also talked about is like where the flow and the the fun come in because when we're our frequency is aligned with what it is we're trying to call in that's when we start to see it on the physical plane right that's when we start to see it in our world is when we are showing up in that same frequency and we're calling it in and we are um you know letting go of some of the scarcity thoughts that have felt so true for us and letting ourselves kind of rewire toward abundant thinking. And that gets us so much further. Yes. Yes. So much of like manifesting and creating what you want is about choosing. And you did a podcast recently on goal setting and how you can't really get to your goals just kind of by accident. Like, (laughs) I mean, you can, you could, But so much of you making the money that you want is like choosing the thoughts that you want to have about this money that you want to create and and choosing to be the person that can create this money, choosing to love your people, choosing to serve them well, give value as many ways as you can without burning yourself out and choosing that it's already done, trusting, trusting that it's possible for you trusting that you are worthy and deserving of the money that you want to make and being the person that creates this money before you can even see that result, like believing ahead of time, just like we were saying about unlearning, like it's so much about unlearning the past beliefs that you've held around what is possible in terms of how much money you can make. It takes a hell of a lot of courage to decide that you want to make a certain amount of money and and get out there and create it. Yes. Okay. So many amazing things that you just shared. So we got to dive into a few of them. First of all, feeling deserving and taking that thing that you want off the pedestal, right? The goal that you have, bringing that down off the pedestal and feeling deserving of actually, whether that's money or whether that's some sort of growth goal, like connecting with that in a way that's like, hell yes, I'm worthy, but I'm also deserving of this. And I'm going to take action to create 
this result for myself. Like that is so huge. And that's something that you and I have talked a lot about, literally just feeling deserving of what it is that we want to create. I cannot tell you how many women I talk to on the phone, whether it's just on a consult, they don't even feel deserving of the thing that it is they actually want. And so like dropped into their lab, they wouldn't really even feel, um, (laughs) they wouldn't even feel because so much time keeping it at arm's length, not feeling deserving of actually creating that result. And it is like, it's a huge shift. It sounds, but it's like, it is increasing your capacity, your capacity to, to, um, like deserve that thing and feel worthy of it and feel in alignment with it. That sounds small, but I don't want the, I just don't want our sneaky egos to come in and be like, discount that as this little thing, because it's huge. It is a big, that is a huge shift, um, for sure. Another thing that I love about what you talked about, and you and I have talked about this so much, Mm -hmm. that is a huge shift too. Those create, going from zero to 5k months or zero to, you know, up to 10k months, there are certain mindset holes that get in your way. And one of them is needing to believe to to have evidence to support what it is you want to believe about yourself. And what we did in our work together is like we re- re- reverse that, right? We you know we've got to believe it first and then we're going to start to see it. Then we'll start to create it. Then we'll start to see it in the physical form. You've done that so beautifully in your business. In fact, that's kind of this is the perfect segue into talking about that because you said this in the very beginning, how slowing down, feeling a little more relaxed and aligned created your biggest months. Tell me what what was so it was I first of all, (laughs) I had personal things going on in this past month where I did create my biggest money month. And I think so much of why I was able to create the money that I did was because I, I slowed down and I, I just had to trust. I did not post as much as I normally do for different reasons. And I focused on serving my people really well and, um, doing, doing less, but better, you know, really honing in there. I did so much thought work leading up to this, I literally journaled about why women would want to throw their money at me. Why my offer is like the best thing they can get their hands on. Why it is so powerful and life-changing and why people need to buy this today. And doing that, oh my gosh, I mean, it's like, it's like a light bulb went off. It's like, I finally figured out why I wasn't creating as much money as I wanted to because I didn't fully believe in what I had to offer. I didn't think it was the best thing ever. I thought it was just like a nice to have. And when you're in that thinking, you're not all the way sold on what you have to offer. So why would other people be? You know what I mean? And so like, I'm not going to discredit my thought work because I was going to say it's, it, you know, I trusted and and of course I did trust, but I also, I I did the the thought work to to get me into a place of trusting where i just it was always on my mind that this was something people wanted to invest in this is something that people need to invest in that they should invest in i'm worth it my offer is 
valuable, it's life-changing, it's powerful. And from that, the money just flowed. I mean, literally, when I tell you I had someone who was ready to throw their money at me, she was ready to write me a check on the spot. (laughs) I've never had that happen. That was so wild. And you know what else happened is not only that, but like I upsold her. I I don't, I'm funny about that word, but um, she, she upgraded into my highest package. It was going to be one thing, but then after us talking more and realizing that one session and, or, you know, just a few sessions really wasn't going to get the job done. She upgraded into my six month package and I manifested $6,000 in one day. Yeah. You created that result. And that was, I will, I will, I don't know that I'll ever forget that call. That was like, <laughs> so like, you're like, you're not going to believe this. Actually, you probably are going to believe this. <laughs> yes. I have those boxes from clients and they're literally the best, they're the best messages ever. Like, you're not going to believe this. (laughs) But that day, that was like incredible. And I have to say that I feel like for you, particularly like so much of what you were wanting to create was like, it was almost like it was standing at the door. And you finally kind of let go a little bit. You finally allowed your yourself to, you, you trusted yourself to lean into what you knew was going to be the best thing for you. You've been listening to what, what I like to, to say is the spirit of your business, the voice of your business. And you were listening to that and you were letting that guide you forward. And sometimes hustle and grind just doesn't work. We cut out. So much as our fun, flow, and our brilliance. Because women don't necessarily work that way. We work in phases. We work in flow. Yes, we do. We had a conversation about this on a call once about how women work in phases. And I'm really seeing that now, how I have more energy some some during some parts of the month and more inclination to post and share. And other times I'm really kind of like keeping to myself a little bit more, like kind of going into like hibernation mode just to kind of preserve my energy. And, and I'm doing more to regulate my nervous system. You've been talking about that a lot lately. And I'm like, yes, like sitting down and watching Netflix for a little bit or taking a nap or going out for a walk or going, you know, just to sit outside for a minute. Um, well now it's cold, but you know, before it, before it was 20 degrees outside taking a, you know, a a step back from social media, if I needed it, because I felt like, you know, um, it was just kind of like hiding quote unquote hiding when I needed to. And, and once I, once I gave myself that kind of break or just release the pressure to show up, that is when things just naturally flowed. That is when the best content came to mind. That is when I felt like I was really getting a message out there that really like uh, resonated for my people. When I just kind of allowed myself to step back a little bit and not be visible. If if even even if I just kind of like told myself like, okay, I it's okay. I'm not going to post today. It's fine. And then, you know, an hour later, I'm like, <laughs> all these ideas are coming to me and I'm posting because, because I took that pressure off. 
running your business the feminine way, it's so much more fun (laughs) and it feels so much more free. And I'm all about freedom. I mean, that's why I'm building this business because I want freedom of time and freedom of money. And, you know, you, you kind of have to, you kind of have to parent yourself sometimes as an entrepreneur, not sometimes like a lot, (laughs) you have to parent yourself a lot as an entrepreneur. And, and sometimes you give yourself reassurance, like, because I was saying before it, it, it courage, it takes a hell of a lot of courage to do this and courage doesn't always feel good. It's terrible. It feels terrible sometimes. <laughs> and I don't want to get missed here too. And what you're saying is like, it's hard work, right? Like in no way firm are, and are we saying that it isn't hard work? What doesn't have to be there is like the guilt, the shame, beating yourself up, you know, grinding it out, you know, hustling till our eyes bleed like that doesn't have the way that you build your business. Hard work. Hell yeah. Is it uncomfortable? Hell yeah. Like a lot of, right. But you can still align with where you're going and be highly uncomfortable (laughs) along the way. That's, um, that's what you're talking about. And I, I just, that it's just so good. I wanted to pause on that and also just like, no way are we saying that it's like all flow and it feels amazing all the time. There is like, there is some hard work. There is some resistance that you're going to come up against in your mindset and the discomfort. And, and that's the way you move forward. But sometimes I think what happens is we get, we put ourselves outside our comfort zone so much that our nervous system gets unregulated and we're not sure where the boundary is of like, Oh, am I just being indulgent or is this really what my body needs? And first of all, you're the one that you're the expert in your own nervous system. But what I want to say to everybody listening, there are times when your nervous system is yelling at you and the exact thing that you need to do is to go watch Netflix, is to go nap, is to go read something inspiring, is to just go look at the tree. None of that means that you're taking the easy road, that you're not, you know, getting outside your comfort zone. None of that. And so that's what I love about what you're saying is like processing, feeling safe is part of your nervous system regulation. And it's super important when it comes to making money. And it's super important when it comes to putting yourself out there and creating marketing. Because if you don't feel safe, you're going to, you're going to have so much internal resistance and the energy that you're coming, that's going out is going to feel so off. Yeah. Yeah. And so much of like the beginning part of my business was me going against what I needed, like forcing myself to put a story up or create a post for the day. It was like, I, I had so much pressure over myself that I wasn't even excited about the business that I had because it was just like, I was in that employee mindset that, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta do more. You gotta, you know, be, of course you want to be consistent, but it, it was just from a place of, of lack because it was like, well, if you don't do this, then you're not going to get this. Yeah. And yeah. so actually experiencing that like shift in my, in my results, in the money that I'm creating, not because I started to 
pound the pavement and do more, but because I shifted my thoughts and my belief in myself and my offers and of course allowed things to happen and, you know, allowed myself to pause and just sit when I needed to, or, or just take a step back from social media. Like those are all the things that contributed to my success. And, um, yeah, like I was saying the feminine way, it's so much more fun. (laughs) It 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 makes things, it makes things so much easier. I mean, not like things are, it is hard running a business, but it, but it, it takes away the weight. It, It takes away the weight of it. Yeah. The heaviness could literally go on for another hour, but we probably wrap it up. So tell people, tell everyone listening how they can work with you, where they can find you, all of the good stuff. Yes. Okay. Well, so I have a package that I really love. Um, It's called a closet revamp. So if you are someone who is feeling like your style isn't representative of who you are, if you feel frumpy, if you feel uninspired by your wardrobe, if you feel like you're not showing up in the world, like as the woman that you want to be showing up as, or like your wardrobe is just not up to par, like this package will really help you to get yourself to a place of feeling good in your skin and your body. Um, and showing up as the woman that you want to be and, and do all the things that you want to be doing. And, um, it's a, it's a three-step process. We cleanse your existing wardrobe. Um, I help you with making sure, everything that you keep fits so that your clothes are, you know, looking right on you. I shop for you and I style looks for you with new pieces and pieces that you already had. And, um, it's really a, it's really a transformation. I've had women go through this package and say that, you know, their careers changed. They, got promoted. They, um, started getting more compliments from their husbands and from the people that they work with started making more money in their businesses, started just doing more of what they love and feeling good doing it. So that's my, that's my closet revamp, um, 90 day experience. And then, um, if you want to find me on social, I'm at Chelsea Wright stylist on Instagram. You can connect with me there. I also have a private Facebook group. Um, it's called style your life. So if you want to be a part of that community, you can find style your life and, um, we will get you in there. Yeah. Guys go check her out. She's amazing. The way that she styles and works with women is amazing. And, um, I've just been so like grateful and honored to be in her corner and to support. She knows how much I love her. So you guys go for a follow. Chelsea, thank you. Thank you for hopping on to sharing and I'll see you in a few days. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. You're the best. I love working with you. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Okay. See ya. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. One more thing though, before you go. If you are loving the money and the mindset and the manifestation stuff that I share with you here on the podcast, then you've got to get on my email list because I share even more there. And you are front row, first dibs on all of the good stuff that's going to be coming out for fall. So I've got a group coaching program, the ambitious and abundant group coaching program to be exact 
that's coming out. And I've just got some great stuff coming up and I want you to be a part of it. So the link is in the show notes to hop on my email list and I will see you next week. I'll see you in the inbox. I'll talk to you later. Bye.